Chapter 2 Tess? The unexpected sound of someone saying my name causes me to involuntarily reach for the edge of my desk to steady my stance. I don't mind the occasional surprise, but today everything that falls even slightly out of my daily routine feels like a life-altering bombshell. I had to bite my tongue to stop myself from saying something I'd quickly regret to the barista at the cafe down the street when I ordered a cup of herbal tea on my way to my office this morning. She decided that today would be the day she'd introduce her own blend of loose tea leaves. I'm all for adventure, but the concoction she brewed up tasted more like old trash than a calming breakfast beverage. My day didn't get any better when I picked up a copy of every newspaper on display at the bodega outside my building. The man working there took it upon himself to share his opinion on the outcome of an apparently important baseball game last night. I stared at him blankly, unsure whether he mistook me for a big sports fan or whether he was trying in a very obtuse way to pick me up. I had my answer when I turned to walk away and he asked for my number. I cursed under my breath, not because I was offended by his interest— but because I'd inadvertently given him a five-dollar tip when I didn't wait for my change. Tess! Lily says my name louder this time. What's wrong with you? You look like you've seen a ghost. Technically, it was a dead man, but I'm not an expert on past-life semantics. It wasn't a ghost. I pause before I qualify the statement. I mean, you just surprised me. I didn't know you were coming to my office. I left you a message. Her hand waves above my desk toward where my smartphone is resting on the stack of already read newspapers. Are you planning on painting? As brilliant as Lily Parker is, there are moments when I can't connect the words that leave her mouth and reality. Painting? Who said anything about painting? That's a lot of newspapers. She skims her index finger over the paper that's at the top of the pile. People only have that many papers if they're going to paint. I'm glad you're doing it. Doing what? I shake my head, hoping that it will dislodge something that will help me understand the conversation I'm obviously taking part in. Painting. She enunciates the word so slowly that it sounds as though it was four syllables. I always hated the color of your office. You should paint the walls a pale shade of green. Now that we've established that my best friend thinks I'm a horrible interior designer, I feel the need to stop her before she unwittingly offends my wardrobe choice. I saw the way her gaze lingered on the navy blue t-shirt, faded jeans, and nude stilettos that I'm wearing when she first walked into my office. I brought along a gray blazer in the off chance that I'd actually have a client meeting today. I have nothing professional on my plate, and for that, I'm thankful. I had one goal when I got out of bed after a restless few hours of sleep. It was a fact-finding mission on Frederick Beckett. I half expected to see his name splashed across the front page of the local newspapers. At the very least, I expected a small story about his return from the dead, tucked somewhere in the depth of at least one of the papers between the human interest stories and the obituaries. I'd found nothing, which I attributed to the fact that he wasn't taken into custody until the wee hours of this morning. That made sense in my mind, until I browsed my favorite sites online for breaking news and came up empty-handed. You seem preoccupied.
Lily plops herself into one of the chairs in front of my desk. Did something happen? You saw him, didn't you? Who? I try to level my tone. There's no way that Lily knows anything about what happened at Landon's building last night. After all the wine she had to drink, she was likely out cold the moment her head hit the pillow. Ansel, she says with a familiarity that irks me. You've seen him, haven't you? I scrub my hands over my face. Last night, the possibility of seeing Ansel Rinaldi seemed tangible and overwhelming. Once I saw Landon's father in that elevator, any thought I may have had about the possibility of running into my ex-boyfriend again disappeared. I actually forgot that he's here in New York City, in a hotel just a few blocks from my office. No.